Hello and welcome to Who Wins Podcast, where each episode we pit pop culture icons against each other in a brutal fight to the death. It is that time of year again, it's our Halloween special, and this year we are looking at movie psychopaths. So Yeah. Sorry, I was gonna say we've got quite a quite a lot to choose from. Um it's been rather a lot of, sort of iconic ones over the years, but we've gone for Jason Voorhees. Uh, Michael Myers, Hannibal Lecter, Leatherface, Jigsaw, Norman Bates, and Ghostface. Yeah, so we've gone for maybe Jason's a bone of contention, but we've gone for primarily sort of humanoid or human-ish protagonists. human to start with. Kind of, yeah, kind of. I'm sure we'll get into that as the fight progresses, but essentially they're not monsters, they are psychopaths is what we're looking at here. Yeah. So, okay, so we're going to do this Battle Royale style as we have done in the past rather than brackets, I think, is the best way to do it. Um, that's how yeah. we've done all the other Halloween shows, isn't it? Um, yeah. So... I think it's fair as well, because an odd number. Oh, yeah. Is there? I thought we had an even number. Uh, seven. Oh, is there? Okay. I can't count. It's late. Um, <laughs> I think I have a very, very definite favourite in this race. Um, I also, though, know that think my guy might last till the end i don't think he's gonna win though so yeah i've got a, i've got a head and a heart pick um which i want to say who they are but there's one who i would love to see win it and there's one who i think is gonna kick the fuck out of everybody else to be honest uh yeah that's pretty much where i am with it as well i don't i don't think my guy will get the fuck kicked out of him but i think ultimately he'll have to concede anyway let's get into this so i think straight off the bat I mean, the interesting one here is Jigsaw because whilst everybody else is kind of is very active in in their desire to kill, um, I guess you could argue maybe with Norman it's I mean he he actively does kill, but it's more mother than Norman. But with Jigsaw it's more he doesn't ever really set out to kill people, does he? His his whole no. thing is that he's he's sort of testing people to see if they've got a desire to live. Um, yeah, so, and I think it's one of those like unless unless during the course of this fight he can MacGyver some shit up, he's not really going to know what to do to himself. He's he's not a down and dirty, you know, throw sand in your eyes and kick you in the that sort of uh, killer. No, I mean he's a fucking civil engineer. Um, plus he's like weak and frail. He's got cancer as part of his law. Um, yeah. So he's going to struggle. I think his best chance in a fair fight is probably going to be Norman Bates. Um, and that's just because Norman is kind of meek and mild-mannered, at least until Mother comes out. So yeah, I think the problem with Norman, he's got a very definite sort of trigger point. Um, and it's not necessarily sort of a trigger word or a trigger phrase, it's just something you can push him so far, and then he snaps. And I, I mean, think that Jigsaw's the sort of person that he'd be, try- he'd be trying to get in his head, he'd be trying to rile him. What, someone almost poking a bear, almost seeing what he can get away with to a point where once it once it comes through, he's going to regret it straight away. Yeah, I mean Norman is basically our Hulk here. He he yeah. is like there is going to come a very definite point where he snaps and Mother takes over, and at that point all bets are off. Um, now, having said that, he is still a relatively small framed guy with a knife, um, as opposed to somebody like say Leatherface, who's gigantic and has a fucking chainsaw. So, yeah, well, I don't know, because Anthony Perkins was quite big, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah, I guess, but I mean, maybe... When you get to the Freddie Highmore um, Bates Motel version of um, Norman Bates, yeah, he was a little fucker, but 
I think Danny Perkins was quite statuesque. I mean, there's only one Norman Bates for me, so I'm talking about Anthony Perkins whenever I talk right. about Norman Bates. I've, I've not seen Bates Motel. Uh, I really should watch it because Psycho is one of my all-time favourite films. Then don't um, watch it. Okay, that's kind of why I haven't, um, if I'm honest. Yeah, because it's not bad. If, if they kind of pitched it right, it would be okay, but they've kind of said it that the house is as old as it's the house from the film. No, it's it's designed the same way. It's built the same way. It's up on the hill. It's the motel looks like it's from the sixties. Um, Norma Bates drives a sixties Mercedes. The phones in the house and all the rest of it, it's all sixties stuff. But then when they're outside, everyone's got iPhones and all the phones are like all the cars are oh, brand new. Fuck that! So they, I hate they, it already. You know, they screwed the pooch on that one straight away. But it really does take you out of it. In fact, you've got everybody using iPhones, and then he runs inside to use his little dial thing fuck that shit um yeah. okay. and they really protracted the um the, the some of the mother's relationships were shit as well so it's the, yeah if, if as, as a fan of psych i'd say leave it uh okay duly noted um so yeah i'm always talking about norman bates when i'm uh, sorry also about Anthony perkins when i talk about norman bates and i'm talking about his portrayal of him and yeah i guess he is i mean he's a he's a tall guy definitely but he's yeah i mean when you put him against a Leatherface or a, or a michael myers or a jason like he's not, he's not got it up top. He's not built like a brick shit house, is he? Really? No. Not in the no. same way that they are. So I mean, he's got more of a chance against someone like Ghostface, who is essentially a fucking idiot teenager in a mask. But he um, was fast. Ghostface was fast. Was he? Well, no. I suppose no. It, it's difficult because you you think of the way Ghostface was set up, and but generally there was there was always two, always more than one, wasn't there? Yes. So you can't there was. tell how it worked out spoilers sorry um i mean you kind of think as well though with ghostface like this is going to get kind of meta but i guess that's fitting for the character like he would actually be in complete awe of all of these characters especially oh, norman bates like he'd be fucking hero worshiping the guy to the point where he'd probably be afraid to do him any damage um well yeah i think that was one of the um the points in there sort of exposition ending wasn't it that no, the, the full thing that you know, see, uh, proper serial killers and proper psychos didn't need a reason, and they cited Norman Bates as being part of that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you're probably right, actually. Yeah, I mean, because I'd, I'd kind of I hadn't given him a huge chance against some of the uh, some of the bigger fellas. Um, but I thought, yeah, he kind of had to be right. Looking at the character, he's probably going to sit there and go, wow, this is amazing. Oh, fuck, he's cutting my head off. This is still amazing. Yeah, I, I kind of think he anywhere. would. Yeah, I think the only one he might actually have some reason to attack would probably be Jigsaw because A, um, Saw came after Scream anyway, so therefore I guess in a timeline point of view he wouldn't be in awe of Jigsaw and even if Jigsaw did come first, you kind of feel like Ghostface would be a bit completely against everything that Jigsaw stands for because he has that stance of kind of not really being a killer or he doesn't see himself as being a killer at least he sees himself yeah. as essentially saving people from themselves so yeah that's right um and i think that <laughs> sort of rhyme more reasons as to why they do what they do whereas jigsaw would say you no know, he's he's dying anyway and he, he sees himself as being on this crusade whereas hannibal had to like to eat people um um Jason had his whole um, his whole revenge arc because they killed his mother, um, and so the, they all kind of have a have a no, they all have a very definite psychotic version of it. Whereas he's just he's just as you said, he's trying to redeem people from themselves from themselves and wouldn't see himself as actually doing anything wrong. No, no. So I actually think 
he is he is going to go quite early and i think it's probably going to be ghostface that goes for him now unless he has as you say an elaborate trap set up which he's going to have to do well early on um yeah. so he's going to have to see this fight come in then i don't see that he stands much of a chance physically i guess some of the guys he'd be fighting are definitely dumb enough to get caught like okay there's no way you're catching hannibal lecter in a trap that's just not oh, happening no. Like, no, that is just uh, no. not happening. He's going to be, like, five moves ahead. So, Jigsaw's got no chance there. And I think in a physical fight, like, again, there are multiple versions of Lecter. I'm choosing to take Hopkins, um, just because that's the most popular one. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm taking the book version, which is very similar. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the um, the the, um, the three um, the original books, are, um, Red Dragon, Sans the Lambs, and um, uh, Hannibal, uh, iterations of it. Um, Anthony Hopkins' versions are very faithful, actually, to those. Um, but yeah, you're right. He would be completely ahead of the game. Um, totally. With, totally. Yes. I mean, Jason and Michael kind of just... You can see them walking into pretty much any trap you lay for them. But it's going to be nothing to them. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it could be a bear trap around the throat and they'll just you know, prize it apart and throw it at you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Jason is, by by this point in the series, Jason is essentially a zombie um he's he's undead um I, I think the law as it goes or what law there is for friday the 13th the law is that he actually has some sort of regenerative powers a bit like wolverine um, yeah basically what happened was in i think it was the end of number five which everyone called Feldman was in um they kill him and the body is going to be cremated um and then between five and six it gets buried instead so the the older version of Corey Feldman goes to try to dig up the body and burn it, um, but in the process um, has a, gets, like a camping peg or something in his hand. He gets struck by lightning, he doesn't gets he? Struck by lightning, yeah, yeah. And then it, that regenerates him, and that yeah. pretty much makes him immortal. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> whatever trap he gets caught in is going to do nothing. And whilst yeah, exactly. whilst he doesn't have any regenerative powers or he's not immortal or anything like that, like. Michael Myers literally is an unstoppable killing machine. Like, he's a fucking cartoon. He just keeps coming. He does just keep coming. You can shoot him. You can blow him up. You can burn him. You can do whatever you like to the guy. He is yeah. coming back. I mean, um, I'm fairly one of them that chopped his head off. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure I can remember that. I know he's definitely been shot multiple times because he gets. Oh yeah, he's, he's forever getting shot and stabbed and thrown off things. And he gets I'm shot sure. in one. He gets shot in four. I think they set the hospital on fire in two. Yes, they definitely yeah. do, don't they? Because at the start of four, he's all wrapped up in bandages and stuff. Yeah, I'm so... sure it was H2O, which was Halloween Seven, I think it was, um, which came out in about '97, '98. I'm sure they cut his head off the end because it was supposed to be the end of the franchise. Because Jamie Lee Curtis was about a hundred at that point. Um, and that was supposed to be the end of it. I'm sure they cut his head off. Well, I mean, canonically, canonically, it kind of was. Obviously, that's just about to change because we're about yeah. to get in. However, I think this is choosing to ignore the events of H2O, if I remember rightly. This is actually, this new one that's coming out is going to retcon some stuff. Um, okay, so basically Superman returns and then they're going to fuck he, it up. I think so. I think so. I wouldn't swear by it, but I'm sure I read somewhere that they're going to retcon it. So it's quite possible that they do behead him in H2O when that's ultimately the end of the character. I mean, cutting the head off is going to do it for just about anything, isn't it? So, well, you'd think so. Yeah, you you would. Um, and then obviously the reboots, they, the, yeah, the reboots, they kind of don't count 
really, as far as I'm concerned. I've, I've not seen the reboot, I've got to be honest. I, I, it, it came, I, I came out, I thought, I'll give it a look, see what it's like. And then I just thought, you know what, fuck it, I've seen the original that many times, I don't want to see the reboot. Yeah, me either. I've no need to. Um, the originals are, without a doubt, my favourite slasher series. So I don't want to see them sullied, if I'm honest. Um, I mean, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's the as as I often say when we talk about reboots and sequels years after the fact on this show. Look, it's fine. It's there if you want it. I personally don't, and I'm fine with never watching it. That's cool. I don't yeah. need to have an opinion on it because I'm not going to watch it. So yeah, exactly. I think it's one of those. If if it was on on a, on a sort of weeknight and I had nothing better to do, I might not. I might sort of sit through it and piss about on my iPad or something at the same time and have it on in the background. But I wouldn't have gone my way to look for it. Yeah, yeah, me either. Certainly not. Um, so, but yeah, getting back to the point, I think either of those two a traps going to do fuck all. Um, hmm. Leatherface again was probably dumb enough to walk straight into a trap. Um, he's less indestructible than Michael yeah. Myers and Jason, so I guess. I guess a trap could do some damage to him, um, but then again, like he's got a fucking chainsaw, so it's going to have to be a pretty sturdy trap, isn't it? Uh, well, that's it. You've got to, you've got a trap. You've got to trap him in it in such a way that his arms are immobile, so he can't use a chainsaw. But if you trapped him with his, with it, if you trap the chainsaw inside the trap with him, he can cut it from the outside from the inside and get his way out that way anyway. Yeah, and and you also have to figure that whilst Ghostface is in the fight, if he sees Leatherface tied up, he's dumb enough to help him. So, yeah, I mean, he's going to go to, I mean, again, he's a starstruck teenager, essentially. So he's going to go to the aid of his idol, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I've got to be honest, like looking at Ghostface, I kind of always hark back to the first scary movie. Yeah. Because they did such a good parody of, of the parody character. That you kind of you can see him being this a bumbling, blithering idiot who just happens to sort of throw his knife around and happen to catch people by luck, more than anything else. Yeah, and, which it is a good party because because he is kind of that. He is a stupid teenager, ultimately yeah. killing other stupid teenagers, which is the only reason he gets away with it. Um, yeah, I I think he's I, yeah I think he goes after Jigsaw, but that's probably about the only person he's going to take down. I think he can take Jigsaw, and I think he would. Um, now, taking Jigsaw would make him cocky enough to go after one of the others. I think he'd probably go after after that because he again he'd see him as a man and sort of less less intimidating. Yeah, I mean, I think no matter who he goes after, though, he hasn't really got a chance, has he? I mean, oh, he's he... fucking toast. Whoever he goes after, I mean, Lecter. I think Lecter's a difficult one because he's yes. And obviously, um, by the time you get to um, get to Hannibal, like the portrayal, he's that much older, but he's still pretty fucking sprightly. And like, if you think of the yeah. the killings he does, and um, obviously a lot of them are done um, off page or off screen, um, and no, there's nothing in Silence of the Lambs, but he he gets away with like he's obviously strong enough and overbearing enough to get around people. When and then you, like, look, you do when you... that when he gets to Hannibal, he, he's drugging people and things like that. But he, for his age, he's still a very sprightly fella. He is, and when you look at certainly in Silence of the Lambs, anyway, and they say he's a bit older by Hannibal, but when you look at him in Silence of the Lambs, like we think of Anthony Hopkins now as an old dude, when yeah. you look at him as as Hannibal in Silence of the Lambs, the dude's pretty fucking stocky as well. Like he's not, well, he's, he's not, 40, yeah, he's not small. Like he's got, he's got some weight behind him, and he, hmm. I mean, yeah, let's be honest, he'd fucking obliterate Ghostface. I mean, oh god, yeah. 
he would he would easily overpower him and he'd probably just fucking bite his face off or something so yeah i mean yeah i mean to, to a point where he'd do enough to him to freak him out and then yeah one of the others would come and stick a machete through his head for the sake of it well yeah i mean that's the other thing as well at this point i kind of figure you've probably got norman cowering in the corner but the other three are just gonna smell blood so hmm. they're just gonna join him for the fuck of it at that point aren't they so yeah. And I think it's probably at that point that All Out War is going to break loose because then you've got essentially sharks fighting over Chum. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the next bit for me is interesting. I mean, getting rid of, sort of what you call sort of the, the two weakest links, effectively, in Jigsaw and Ghostface, that Leatherface um, and Norman Bates have both got some really, I mean, they're all fucked up, but they've got some real emotional sides um, issues for the characters as well, the way they're portrayed. There is, um, so, yeah, there's certainly, certainly a softer later, side. Yeah. To both of them, yeah, they, they've got they've got yes, something that can be manipulated. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's been a while since I've seen um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I mean, um, it was something with his uh, with his family, wasn't it? It was there was um there was sort of an element almost of, sort of trying to prove himself to his family, also sort of being afraid of it, of sort of the, the older generation of his family. And um, I mean, as a as a very good psychiatrist, you you could see Lecter almost playing on that. So yeah, well, you know, your father was better, your grandfather was better. And really trying to rile him up to a point where he's going to try and prove himself by trying to take an arm off somebody like this. I think I think with Leatherface, he's possibly too far gone and too damaged to be riled up because he's quite simple as well. Um, but yeah. the character, the character himself, he, he's almost gentle, simple, and everything he does, he does because the family kind of have raised him that way and coerce and manipulate him into enjoying it. So he thinks yeah. it's fun and he's he's seeking approval. Um, but I, I think that's almost Pavlovian with him. I don't think there's a lot upstairs. Whereas with Norman, that is... Oh, with Norman, it's, it's, it's a button ready to be pushed. Yeah, I mean, Lecter's going to tie him up in knots, isn't he? Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Um, now, you, I mean, that is quite interesting because what happens there then? If he ties him up in knots, then presumably Mother's going to go for Lecter. Well, I don't know because, I mean, you I mean, you never really see that side of him i mean they tried it and they tried it with uh with lecter in the series um which i didn't think worked particularly well but they did try to show him as this sort of master manipulator and his sort of, aside from you know, knowing how to cook and eat people his whole thing was that you know, he was very good at reading people and identifying their sort of you know, their basis fears and their basis um desires and and pushing them towards acting on them in a, in a way that was overly perverse mm-hmm. to a point where you could kind of you could kind of almost see him almost coercing Norman to do things in order to impress his mother, knowing full well that no, he is mother at the same time and if mother comes out he's fucked. But almost of trying to almost of keeping him in balance, if you like. He definitely could do that, I think, yeah. Um almost yeah, again to use the Hulk analogy is to try and play on the Bruce Banner side of it and get him to Yeah, yeah, yeah it it would work that way. I mean the problem you got there I think is no matter I mean, essentially, no matter who Lecter turns him on again, he's he's cannon fodder. Whether it's Jason, Michael Myers, or or Ghostface, um, yeah, uh, that's Ghostface, right. Yeah. Sorry, Leatherface. I think perhaps the only chance he does have, and I don't think he could get away with it with Michael Myers, but possibly with Leatherface and Jason's, is he, he is quite spry, so he could move quicker than them, and he may, even in a confused state just have the mental edge enough to be able to outthink them i think michael Myers is actually quite smart you never really hear him talk or anything like that but that's just because it adds to the menace he's not dull um, no he's he's a lot more calculating than all. i mean if you look yes. at um you look at jason jason is almost predatory it's almost a primal 
Yeah. And he he doesn't he doesn't kill, he hunts. Yes. Um, yeah. And as you said with, with Leatherface, that's the same thing. It's almost a Pavlovian, that's it's a response he has. That's what he has to do. He sees people, he kills them. Um but yeah, Michael Myers seems to be a lot more targeted, it seems to be a lot more methodical. It definitely is. Like in the way that say Jason will just take swipes with a machete um and you'll get like leatherface swinging the chainsaw around like michael Myers has that kind of environmental awareness to use whatever tools are at his disposal he will drown people he will burn people he will stab people he will bludgeon people to death he will do whatever he needs to do but ultimately he he's only killing people that are in his way as well like yeah he he is very he is goal and task orientated in that he wants to destroy his entire family, and anybody he kills is is between him and that. You know they have yeah. somehow gotten in the way, whether they be an orderly at a hospital or whether it be Loomis himself or whether it just be somebody that that he perceives as a threat because they might try and stop him. It'll take that for him to kill people. He's not just killing with reckless abandon. There is no, there is method in his madness, if you like. So I think. And again, possibly Lecter could manipulate him too. Um, I think he'd be harder to crack. But... I think he would. I mean, I think the problem is that whereas, and I, I use the term very reticently, but Norman Bates is a lot more lucid and a lot more um, cognizant of, of his surroundings, yeah. whereas the others tend to be very much, you know, Hulk smash, but with a bit of an agenda. Michael Myers... He still had, you know, he has that singular focus. He doesn't have the ability to take in a lot of what's going on around him. I don't think. No. But, you know, what if, if he gets the scent of, I want to say Laurie was the yes. character's name, Laurie Strode. Yeah, uh, that's it. Um, yeah, like one, no, once he he gets the scent, once no, once he gets sight of her, that's kind of it. It's kind of you no know, blinkers go on, and that's his sole focus. And it's why um, you do have these sort of other factors that, especially the um, the Donald Pleasance character. Um, who is able to sort of do a bit of damage and have a bit of an impact on on him to a point where it does assist Laurie. And um, when you got to H2O, you had to the um, the group of kids. Again, they, they weren't his focus. So if there was a chance of getting Laurie, despite the fact these kids might have been straight in front of him, if she's back into the left, he's going back into the left, he'll ignore them. Yeah. And I think that's possibly his downfall. And I think that's possibly why Lecter would, would struggle to be able to manipulate him in the same way he could Bates, because there's not... There's, there's there's plenty going on cognitively, but there's not enough between the ears to actually make him realize. Oh, actually, I, I might need to be a bit strategic or a bit clever about this. Mm. Yeah, yeah, possibly. So I guess what we've got then is Lecter turning Bates on. Well, all three of them. But if if I was to if I was Lecter and I was to try and work it so that you'd have two people destroying each other, I think I'd have to send him after Leatherface. Um, I think I'd do it because. The the only thing he's really going to be able to do is cause as much damage as possible before he gets taken down. Yeah. Yeah. Now now we as we know Jason's pretty much immortal, so there is nothing that a kitchen knife or whatever he's going to use is really going to do to Jason. Um, Michael Myers will just keep coming. Whereas yeah. Leatherface, I think maybe if he's quick enough and smart enough to get behind and maybe take out the kneecaps from behind, then at least he can floor him. And I mean he's got a knife, so he should be able to do that. Well, that's it. I mean, I think I think even to even beyond that, you could probably get a kidney. If you can get behind him, you could probably get a kidney shot or a, a, even yeah. into some part of the spinal column and disable it. Yeah, and I think he's and I think Leatherface is slow and lumbering and clumsy enough that I think 
Norman is able to counter that. He's just got to make sure he stays out of the way of that fucking chainsaw. Yeah. Um, which, you know, in itself, the movement of that when Ned Face has it is quite unpredictable because he just swings the fucking thing around with gay abandon. So, well, that's it. I mean, it gives him that sort of extra, that extra sort of, you know, two and a half, three foot of reach as well. Which, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we don't tend to sort of consider it when we talk about fights, but, you know, if you think of combat sports like boxing and martial arts, one of the statistics they always give you is reach because it's so important. So if you've got somebody whose right arm is three foot longer than their left arm, but also is three foot longer than anybody else's arm, that gives them a real advantage. I mean, the kind of thing I'd be looking to do with Leatherface, if I could, if I were, if I was looking to, you know, his group is looking to use him as a weapon. None of the uh, the Titans in the Batman games. Yeah, yeah. The way you, you sort of, you, know, you stun them, you get on the back and you kind of ride them and get them swinging their arms about. If you can get on Leatherface's back and get him swinging that chainsaw around, you, you know, you potentially can do some damage to the others before he throws you off and chops your head off. But I mean, at that point then, you've got Lecter needs to manipulate Norman into not only going after him, but also mounting him and using him as a weapon to go after the others. That is some um, pretty... But, I mean, whether you need to manipulate him to do the second part or whether you just kind of need to sort of turn him on to the fact of how much it impresses his mother if he can overcome him somehow. Because, I mean, no, he, he was... He was he was always portrayed as kind of he was kind of a thinker. You know, he he may not have been the smartest you know, the smartest person, but he he was always thinking. So I mean, you know, if if he's you know, if he's looking at ways to impress mother, that no, that might be one. Is I can take this much bigger, much stronger, um, sort of uh, super villain and get them to do you know to basically do what I want. It might not. I don't know. It might be something you can work on. Yeah, I mean, if he, if he's able to do that, then yeah, he's he's got a pretty not only has he got a human shield but he's also got a fucking chainsaw at that point but it's whether you can even jump in on his back you, you wouldn't be able to control the chainsaw as such you'd just be controlling the lurch of leatherface himself yeah um, but then so, you've, you've got to hope that leatherface is five instead is strong enough he doesn't try and throw the, sh- the chainsaw over his head is, to his back this and is then the thing head off this is the thing and i don't think it would even be a survival instinct i think he just swings that chainsaw around so wildly that there's half a chance he'd just catch you and nick an artery through swinging it around anyway if you're on his back so yeah i, I think that's definitely a danger zone i think the move is definitely to to take out the kneecaps first um it, it's almost it's kind of death by a thousand cuts really it's kind of get make the small incision i don't know if that would work because again because he's got this extra reach with the chainsaw that he is just me swinging wide. Even if you can't get behind him and take his kneecaps, he's going to be able. He's going to be able to throw himself around enough to. No, before, in the same time, he's got to throw himself around. You've got to get out of the way, and he's that unpredictable. You don't really know where he's going to go anyway. So then, even if you can take it, no, get behind him and take one of his knees out, he's going to be able to swing quick enough to do some damage to the other end as well. I think that probably so that's a mutual issue of destruction aspect. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I mean, even. So let so let's assume that's how it goes then, and let's assume Norman does does at least take him down to his knees and then gets hit by the chain. So that still that takes Norman out of the fight, but it doesn't take Leatherface out of the fight. He's essentially just on his knees. Um, yeah. However, being on his knees, I think certainly Jason and probably Lecter as well will then see him as weak. Um, yeah. I think if he's oh, on his I knees, I think Lecter would probably stay back. I don't know. I mean, again, Lecter would be thinking chainsaw. Um, yeah. So whereas Jason would be thinking, you no, know, another kill. I mean, so I think. I mean, if you remember when we did the Batman um, episode where we were talking about Adam West and so you know, the whole the genius of his Batman was the fact that he was such a thinker. 
Yeah. And then he would he would hide he would sort of find somewhere somewhere strategic to sort of hide out, wait, and bide his time. You can almost see Lecter doing that at this point because his his ace in the hole being Norman is now gone. And he's got these three bigger, stronger, far more um obviously dangerous opponents. He's not gonna be going toe to toe with anybody, is he? No, definitely not. Um and I, but the thing is, I don't think he can actually manipulate the other two either. Um, I don't, no. as we said, I don't think they've got enough going on upstairs. But I do think, it, like the second Leatherface is down, Jason's going after him with that machete. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, I, I mean, I think, I think, I said we we haven't really talked about um, Jason much because I mean, Jason is kind of like a tank. Um, in, it's in this exactly, one. it's exactly what he is here. He is he is just the the killing machine. I mean, we've we've talked this through. To the point where you know we we've tried to get everybody involved, but in reality, I guess as soon as the bell rings, he's just swinging. It. Jason's going at everybody with his fucking machete, and it's for everyone else to get out of the fucking way. Is the problem? Well, that's it. And I mean, it doesn't really matter what you do to him. Um, I said no, he he is pretty much unkillable. So I mean, unless unless you're at a point where you can get that chainsaw on him, and I mean, even then, you're not, you're not guaranteed he's going to kill him. But he might be able to take an arm off or something. Um, I, I really don't know how you take him down. No, um, I mean that—that that is my thinking as well. Is that I, you know, I said at the start, this this kind of somebody I think that will win this, and I, I, I'm worried about how anybody else can actually stand up to him because he's so overpowered at this point. I guess, I mean, I don't know. Has he ever been killed by taking his head off? I don't think he has. But that to I me seems like that seems like the only logical way to do it is to take his head off. Um, yeah. So. I guess the chainsaw is the is the only weapon capable of that. So what Lecter or Michael Myers need to do is either get Leatherface to take his head off or get hold of the chainsaw themselves. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, go back to sort of Lecter and sort of the way he's set up. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a brilliant psychiatrist, psychologist, whichever he was, but he also has this sort of flair for anatomy, which is. Um, whether that's you no, know, that's born out of his desire to cut people, or whether that you know, whether his no, whether his learning you no, know, his he needed to learn anatomy to you no, know, to learn how to how to, to skin people or whatever else. But you get kind of get the impression if he can again, if if he can work a distraction from one of the other and get behind either Michael or Jason to a point where he's looking at arteries, he's looking at sort of crucial tendons like the Achilles or the ACL stuff like that. If he can get in and do a just no. Again, this is where your thousand cuts comes in. If you can get close yeah. enough to nick and run, and get out to that sort of blast zone, out of that sort of grab zone before they realise what he's done, that's kind of his only chance. I think that's possibly the only way you can take either of those two down. I think I think that works for for Michael Myers. I don't think that works for Jason because of the regenerative power of him again. Well, that's, so... uh, well I mean, it's, it's it's how quick the regeneration is. But yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I think that's the problem is that. A, you don't because, because you, know, you have this whole zombie aspect and the whole struck by lightning and super size and super set. You don't know if you're even going to be able to damage the tendons or, or do the no. do that sort of that sort of damage them in the first place without something like a hand grenade. And then even if you do, are you going to? You know, would you throw a grenade and blow his foot off and he just grows back? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So, yeah, I think he. So, so to get back where we are then, I think Jason goes for the easy kill on Leatherface. And unless Leatherface can fend him off with that chainsaw and take his head off, which would be a pretty fucking lucky shot. Um, yeah. But then again, I don't know, would it? I mean, yeah, he swings it around, but he does know how to use a chainsaw. 
Um, but I mean, then, he's on his knees, don't forget as well. Yeah, so he's so he's swinging up, and I mean, Jason does have a fucking machete. So I mean, okay, yeah, chainsaw versus machete, I know, but still, you could parry that chainsaw at least enough to knock it off course. I would say. Um, I don't know because you don't forget chainsaws moving as well, so it's going to be a lot more difficult to parry because as the teeth are moving, it's going to try and sort of rip the machete out of your hand, isn't it? True, yeah, true it is. So if anything, it's actually going to send the machete back towards you, isn't it? Um, Either that or sort of across you. And I mean, given how a lot of these um, these have slasher and you know, faux horror films tend to work, is that the way you have that where a knife does accidentally go flying somewhere, it'll, it'll invariably find itself in somebody's throat. Yeah. So, I mean, is, is that how Lecter goes? What, with a, with a machete into the throat? With a, yeah, with a, with a rogue machete just completely unpredictably flying off. Quite possibly. It would be very unfortunate for him. <laughs> I, yeah. feel a, I feel a little bit loath to do that to him, if I'm honest. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I'll, 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 I'll offer at this point. I mean, I said at the start, I've got a sort of head and a heart pick. My, so the heart pick is Lecter. Um, because, I mean, you look at all the others and they're kind of monsters who rely on their physicality, whereas he's kind of a nerd who just you know, happens to eat people. Um, yeah. so, you know, he's, he's a different type of monster. So, I mean, that was at the heart pick anyway. So, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm rooting for him. So, I, I don't know anything we can do to keep him going, I'd like to do, but I just don't see it. I, I don't know. I mean, I hadn't thought about it when we started. I'll be honest. I, I saw him lasting longer than, than Norman Bates and, and Ghostface, but I didn't really see him getting getting quite as much done as he has but i hadn't thought of the as you said the kind of adam west batman angle of it all so i'm there's a little piece of me that's rooting for him too now he wasn't my pick my pick is michael myers just because i'm a fan of that franchise uh but i yeah i, I kind of am behind him myself now i feel like he's the little engine that could at this point um so i don't want him really going to a rogue machete i think that would be very unfair yeah, it would. I mean, I'm just thinking of, sort of the way that lots of the slasher films tend to go is that some, you know, somebody extraneous to sort of the action that's being you know, shown on screen just happens to get it by the fact they're in the wrong place and he's kind of the only one left. But um, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't like to go that way either. No, and I mean, so ultimately, when we do these things, we do, you know, we pit these guys against each other based on their individual strengths and weaknesses, and, and a rogue machete is, is playing to neither his strengths nor catching him at his weaknesses. So I, d I don't think no. that's fair. So, yeah, so we let that go. But I definitely think at this point with Leatherface on his, on his knees, he may do a bit of damage to Jason in the process, but I think Jason's ultimately getting that machete into his head. Um, oh, yeah. So I, I think he goes here. Now, I think he probably would at least catch an arm or a leg or something with that chainsaw in the process. So he may, he may slow <laughs> Jason a bit, but yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to take one off. I think he's going to sort of catch one and do some sort of pretty serious sort of shredding damage in them on what would be what a normal, on, a normal person would be a severely fatal blow. You know, yeah. sort of, you know, ripping out the stomach or something like that. But I think you know, given who it is, I think it's um, it's going to be a flesh wound. A fairly yes. deep flesh wound, but it's not—it's not going to be uh, not going to be terminal. No. Now, at this point, again, full disclosure, my my dog in this fight is Michael Myers. But at this point, when you've got Lecter still just kind of watching to see what's going down and essentially trying to go out of the way, which is a—it's a bit of a pussy move trying to stay out of the way. But you can understand him doing it when you've got two massive yeah. blokes going at each other. But what it ultimately comes down here is, I think, as we talked about earlier on, I don't think Jason's necessarily got the right frame or presence of mind to go for that chainsaw and go at Michael Myers with it. 
He's just going to get his machete no. back and stalk forward. Now, conversely, Michael Myers, if he knows he's got to take Jason out, does have the mental capacity and definitely the killer instinct to go, right, there's a fucking chainsaw. I'm having yeah. that. Yeah, it's a, cha- a chainsaw on a big lumber behemoth going at me. Let me have it. Yeah, he is going for that chainsaw at this point, but he's going to have to get past Jason initially in order to get it. So but I mean, I mean, you know, we, I mean, we have just said that that chainsaw has done some damage to Jason. So I mean, he's going to, it's going to slow him down. Yeah, but then Mike Myers is not particularly quick either. He, he's um, not. But, you put the, you, you but then put he, the I suppose he can together. be. Yeah, it's not. It's not that he isn't able to run. It's just that he never does because he walks yeah, with we purpose. See it. We never see him do it because he never needs to. And the reason he never needs to is because it's a lot more intimidating for the person he's stalking and that's the audience. If he's just sort of menacingly sauntering up to you, yeah, yeah, it gives it. It, it gives him a, a sort of stature, doesn't it? He's he's walking yeah, with purpose. Yeah, you know, gleaming in the moonlight, sort of thing. You know, it's it's one of those that it has a lot more effect than if he's running after you. I mean, if you look, like we talked about Ghostface being fast, um, and that was the thing with Ghostface. Like, okay, I know there were two of them, but you had this thing that they could be anywhere. They could get in, they could get around you. They could get in front of you. They could preempt your movement. Whereas Michael Myers never needs to do that because people are so scared of him. That they just kind of a lot of the time they freeze or they try to run away, but they do this sort of stupid backwards running or they try and run upstairs or you know hide in wardrobes and things like that rather than getting the fuck into a car and running and driving away or trying to run him over. And so he he kind of relies on that. He's been run over at least twice that I know of. It just doesn't do fuck all. He literally just gets back up in the rearview mirror and starts walking towards him again. Uh... Yeah, but I mean again that's that's kind of part of the mystique. He gets up and he starts walking. Yeah. To a point where, again, it freaks the person in the car out and they think, shit, what am I going to kill this person? Rather than thinking, just floor it and you know, go away at 70, 80 miles an hour, they, they think, oh, shit. So I now back up and try and hit him again yeah. and try and get back into the fray, which is the last thing you want to do. But I think I think certainly compared to Jason, and given that Jason is now injured, I think Mike, no, I think he's got enough speed to get past him well, to, I think to get also, by the chainsaw. I think also... If he can help here at all, Lecter would assist in getting him the chainsaw at the very least. Um, if he was able to cause distraction, I think he's got enough mental capacity to do that to let Michael. He's, do you know what I mean? He's gonna, whilst he might not be able to manipulate him, he may be able to help him at least at this point. Um, yeah. You know, to team up essentially. So if he can, if he can assist him even just by hollering at Jason and starting to run away, I think would be enough. Uh, yeah, I think I mean Lecter would kind of see that as him helping uh, Myers to develop and sort of find himself anyway because he's sort of ena- enabling him yes. to be a bigger monster, and he'd probably take credit for the kill as well. He probably would. So I think I think that's the move there. Um, but then he needs to make sure he gets the fuck out of the way um, because if Jason catches him, he's a fucking dead man. So. You know, he, he can't just, he can't actually run away. That's too fucking cowardly, surely. Although, no, I don't know, you kind of figure he's, in the interest of self-preservation, he may do that. He's not a stupid man. He's going to know what no, he's being. No, I mean, if, if you look at sort of the, the end of Silence of the Lambs and even the end of... Um, he goes on the Adam. lamb. Yeah, he goes on the lamb. Yeah. So he knows he, when he's beaten. He very much escapes. It's, it's all about how do I keep him up? It's not about fighting. It's not about the kill. It's about living the lifestyle and having, not having the things he wants and if that means he's got to run the fuck away he's gone he is um now we can't have that because this is a fight to the death no. um, and, the and sad... you, can't, you can't have either any of them dying of old age 
No, and the the sad reality of it is, um, as much as we're trying to keep him alive, we all know what happens when you try and run away from Jason. Um, you yeah. just you get caught and you die. That is how this works. Um, yeah, so... that's right. I mean, even to the point where you know, I mean, you look at the way that some of the um, all of these films work is that he probably think he was helping Michael Myers, and then all of a sudden Michael Myers props up behind him and sticks a knife with uh, through the back of his head. Yeah, he absolutely from, would. No, from out of nowhere. Yeah, he absolutely would. Um, I'm trying to think if he's got anything to offer once he gets caught, but I don't think he can reason with either of these people. Um, no, that's I right. I mean, don't I think, think there's a chance of reasoning with this. Michael, but I don't think it's there. No, at the very best he could do, is, as you said, is, is at least try and drug Michael. Um, but again, drugs just don't fucking subdue him. <laughs> We've seen that. That's prior. it. Only that, that. You've got to get close enough to, to sort of inject him with it. It's going to be strong enough to us, whereas he's not going to be able to do that. No, I think I this mean, is the point where he... some sort of crime, which he never has. No, I think at this point he unfortunately is going to go. Um, I can't think of anything he's got left in his arsenal. No, um, that's not a bad finish to that, Sam. No, it's better than I better than I saw him finishing, if I'm honest. So yeah, me, me too. I mean, as I said, my 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 heart pick was was Lecter, but he he, he wasn't the head pick. The head pick was it was going to come down to Myers and uh, and Jason. So I mean, I'm kind of where I thought it would be. So I mean, he's he's got as far as I thought he would. Oh, I would have liked him to have gone further, but you know, he he surpassed us of the more rubbish ones. Yeah, definitely. So I guess it's Jason that's going to catch him and stick the machete through his head because. Michael Myers is not running after Jason once he's got that chainsaw. He is, as we discussed, casually sauntering towards him with a chainsaw in his hand. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll come to that in a second, but I think you're right. I think it's going to be a case of Lecter try, no, Lecter think he's out, no, think he's going to get something out of distracting Jason before Michael's got the chainsaw. Jason catches him and just ruthlessly offs him, and whether it's through the head or it's you know, up, up through the body and just um, through the heart, it doesn't really matter. It's, no, it's, it's instant death. Yeah, and and actually, as you said about Michael Myers popping up behind people, you almost wouldn't put it past him then to have just caught Jason in that interim, and while he's distracted, just take just put the chainsaw straight through it. Yeah, just put it straight through it. Yeah, straight through his head, cut his head into. Yeah, um, that's it. I think that actually would be Michael Myers' move. Um, yeah, I was, that would be I was, a, where Jason would be very very sort of self satisfied. He's he, he's no, he's got rid of everybody. No, he's got he's got rid of uh, the pesky psychiatrist, and all of a sudden it's just I'm straight straight up behind and almost to the point where it's either through his head or it cuts him straight up the middle. I was going to say, yeah, what he would actually do is, yeah, is go for him. Yeah, he'd he'd go straight and yeah, straight through the middle. And it's kind of I was almost gearing us up for kind of Jason to turn around slowly and square up to this kind of sauntering towards him. Mike Myers and the two of them to face off, but like it, it ain't happening. Like Michael Myers is just going no, to come up behind split him too. I mean, I, I was thinking the same thing was you know, that's where we were kind of headed. But yeah, you're right. It would just be a case of right while his back's turned, stick one in him. Yeah, and that's that win it because that's what they always do. Yeah, and and I think as we said, like yeah, he's got regenerative powers and stuff like that. But if you've split him in two or and, and you've cleaved his brain into essentially, if the head comes off, like you you ain't coming back from that. Like, well, I mean, even if he can come back from that, I mean, it's it's never clear as to whether the body needs to be intact to regenerate. No, so, it's I mean, very, if, it's if very him, woolly. The, the whole yeah, lore so around this is woolly. Part and then, no, you, 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 you spread him around across the globe. Is he going to be able to grow back? I mean, no, there would be various different 
um, regenerative characters in various different bits of pop culture. And sometimes all you need is a finger and they can grow back from a finger. Sometimes it all needs to be together and it'll sort of suck itself back together and reform the way it should. Sometimes you need, you know, everything's attached, it's just all broken and you know, the, so the organs and whatever regenerate. It's never quite said, but surely if you, know, if you cut him in half and you put one half in China or one half in, I don't know, South Africa, he ain't going back. No, no, definitely not. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that is it. That is that is quite a quick ending. Um, but that's kind of how they always go, isn't it? That is, yeah, that is kind of. Like, I mean, I'm fucking not going to lie. I'm quite pleased. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't see it going that way. I thought this was a sure thing for Jason, just because he, as I say, he's the most supernatural, if you like, out of the bunch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not saying with that, but I'm, I'm glad it's gone that way because, I mean, we've had this before in various episodes where we have these sort of fairly obvious mismatches in cases where you've got somebody who's, I don't know, it's the whole David Goliath thing where you've got somebody who's a lot bigger, a lot stronger, but they don't always come out on top. And I think we've discussed sort of speed versus size and things like that many times. And yeah. I think, I mean, this, this isn't the case of speed versus size. This is more sort of you know, size versus size with a little bit of chainsaw thrown in. I think but, yeah, I'm kind of happy with the way it went. I think it's, it's size versus size. It's also kind of a just a triumph of will, I think, because that it is it is the character more than anything. I think is that, like I said, he is just a okay. He's only actually notched up one kill here, um, but I think throughout the fight, no matter yeah, I, no matter what we would have thrown at him, the guy just does not stop. Like he might oh, he, not. He's like Cody. Yeah, you can throw anything at him, yeah. and it just doesn't matter. No, and he might not regenerate, but he will never stop. Like, he absolutely does have to be... Like, you've got to take his head off. It's as simple as yeah. that. But, I mean, he, he, you say he doesn't, he doesn't supernaturally regenerate. He regenerates the way any human does. His body will heal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it takes so, time. Like, like, it'll take time, but he will heal. So, yeah, I mean, like, you, had, you know, you had a period where they burned on the hospital, and then, I think it was two films later, where, you know, you see him in the hospital, all the bandages and whatever else. He yeah. will heal. It just takes a bit of time. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's Yeah, he is human, ultimately, at the end of the day, but... He's just a human that can absorb a fuck ton of punishment. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, he ain't growing new limbs or anything like that, but thankfully he doesn't no. need to. No. So yeah, I'm I'm quite pleased. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take that. I've got to be honest. Um. So yeah, in the the Halloween uh, Halloween Battle of 2018 with the uh, the movie Psychos, Michael Myers wins. Um, in quite surprising but pleasing fashion um if you'd like to discuss that or you have any other views or any other fights you'd like to see or anything at all really uh please get in touch um you can find us on twitter at dd podcast net we're on facebook with the double m podcast network uh you can go to our website which is www.ddpodcast.net um we've got our, our back catalog on there uh, we've got some uh, sister shows on there um so always check them out but until next time happy halloween fight fans <laughs> <laughs>